Welcome back to Coast to Coast AM. I am Lisa Gar, and we're talking about how to organize and arrange the energy systems in your house, your space, your home, your office, wherever you are, the bedroom, um, to arrange the flow and energy in those areas. And this is a system that has been around for 3,000 plus years. And Marie Diamond is a, a wonderful, wonderful master in um, Feng Shui, and she has brought it to this 21st century with her app. And we've learned a lot so far. And I want to ask you, Marie, what is, as you go into people's homes and if you listen, you you know, your goal is 500 million people and you've taught over a million about your system and how to use your system. When you go into people's homes or listen to their issues, what is the biggest issue they have a complaint about that they would like to correct? Well, I would say there are two that for sure, you know, as everybody always wants to look for more abundance in their life, more wealth. Mm -hmm. You know, people are looking for that. And the other part is relationships. You know, they want to improve relationship with their partner, with their children, with their family, with their friends. And that can also be both um, on the professional level that they're looking for more clients and then they have more clients, they have more abundance. I think these are the two key points that people are looking for. You know, there's sometimes, you know, very high end clients, they have the abundance, they have the same, but then they don't have good relationship with their partner mm-hmm. or with their children. So it always comes back to these two. So what is there a specific thing that you can do to increase the flow and the energy in these two issues? Let's start with the abundance one. Do you have to find your own personal success center of your house or your room? Yeah, so that's definitely helpful. We already talked about that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, every year there's also what we call the cash flow wind that comes in. And so the cash flow energy for 2024 is actually in the east. So when people have lack of cash flow, um, we actually say that could a declutter the east of your home or the east corner or east area of the living room or the office. And then put, uh, for sure, if you want, a bubbling fountain or an image of like a river, not an ocean, that's just a little bit too much water. Um, just in that area, put a, a a beautiful blossoming plant like an orchid, for example. Um, even if it's a fake orchid, that's fine mm-hmm. either. Uh, just something that shows like something that is, there's wealth energy there. So that's something you can do to activate abundance. And then, you know, a lot of people are just um, having everywhere, like, money around, right? They just don't organize their money very well. I know most people have cards, but, you know, perhaps you need to look at your uh, wallet and and check out what are the cards that you have there. Um, And perhaps there's receipts in your wallet Mm -hmm. that you're like... you know, to just organize your wallet. Declutter your wallet. That's a great point. Yes, absolutely. Old cards and, and receipts and so forth. Um, quick question about the plants. Is it um, considered poor feng shui to have dead flowers in the house? So cut flowers yeah. that have pa- that it have is. died. Yeah, it is. Dead flowers or, um, you know, potpourri or also plants are that are, have spiky leaves, like are sharp leaves. Um, having that uh, too close where you're sitting is really affecting you. Uh. 
especially like cacti. I mean, these are great plants for outside. They are actually meant for outdoors, uh-huh. for inside. And think about where cacti are growing. They're growing mostly in deserts. So it's not like you want a desert around you, right? So, um, yeah, always go for things that are alive, you know, things that are showing alive. And okay. that's, you know, with people, sometimes they have too much images around from people that have passed on. You know, um, I was just recently in somebody's office, and in her successive action, based on her birthday, she had, um, you know, the urn of the ashes of her parents. Mm. And I said, you know, I understand they they inspire you, you're very connected mm. with them, but perhaps you can put them more in the living room, right? There's more a family-orientated connection. Um, but don't put them in your office, right? Because in your office, you need to be very active, and so ashes are not the best place. So anything that is passed on, that you have to be a little bit careful, you know, where you place it. That is very interesting. Very interesting. Yes. So be very careful. Where is a good place to put memorial photos? Well, I would say your wisdom direction. You know, okay. we have four directions. And so the wisdom direction, because it's like your ancestors. Mm-hmm. Okay. Inspire you. They can give you wisdom. You you connect with the life lessons they have learned to you. So that's definitely a good place. Um, and the north is actually a good place. The north of the living room. The north is something that connects in with the um, you know passing on to another life. So that is something you you definitely can place there. Um, but don't put it at your entrance. I've seen that. People put it in their bedroom and like, think about romance if you don't want this people that have passed on to to be around you when you make love, you know? Right. Right. Now, what about for um, their health and safety of children? You said don't put children's photos in the bedroom so much, but where would you, if they've moved out or something, where would you put those types of pictures of family and, and children? Well, where you would uh, invite them. So that will be in your dining room, in your family room, in your living space, okay. even in your kitchen, right? So it's just that you don't invite them into your bedroom. You know, the grown-up kids, they don't come and visit you there, right? So always think about where is it that we hang out and always put updated pictures, right? So every year you come together for Christmas or uh, Thanksgiving, take pictures, you know, or birthday parties, take pictures, everybody's happy and smiling. And so redo your picture frames regularly because then you're telling people, I'm, you know, I'm current, I'm present, I am connected with who you are at this moment. I like the digital pictures that the photos rotate. Those are those are great because you can amazing. keep them updated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about your show, the new TV show on Peacock the so, Feng Shui Your Life show. So, yeah, so the, the show is coming out in the next few months. And so it's really me going into somebody's home and really practicing, like what we were just sharing, um, you know, with people just um, tell what their problems are and then we go into a place in their house and with the app we show kind of what we need to change. And then they talk within a month and tell what all the changes that have been occurring in their lives. And this is one woman, single mom, four kids, and she actually had on her vision board already for seven years that 
She's put on a vision board. I want to have a consultation with Marie Diamond. <laughs> and she said, like, I never, you know, was even thinking I could afford that. And then you send an email out and, and she, you know, jumped to the occasion and she got me for free, right? In yes. So that was really beautiful. But she wanted to date um, again and especially wanted to have um, a partner for Valentine, like to go out with Valentine. And so when we get in her bedroom, like, there were all these um, images of um, New York. And she was originally from New York, but they were all New York, like Broadway, um, you know, the yellow taxis. Mm-hmm. It was so busy. Like, I said to her, do you ever sleep here? She's like, no, I have a hard time sleeping. I said, well, you surround yourself with a city that never sleeps, right? <laughs> so um, just be careful of what you place around you. And it reflects on yourself each time you go to your bed. It's like um, um, you set the tone of the night. And so I asked her to remove that. We put a beautiful hearts out, images of love. And on uh, Valentine's, she had four men asking her out. Oh. And so, but on top of it, she had a raise. She had a promotion. She had bonus money coming in. And she got along so much better with her children. So it can really... Even one thing, just having her bedroom being stronger and more aligned, and she loves her bedroom now, everything started falling in place. You know, because when you sleep better, you know, then other things start improving too. So it's just like things that we come and we show the before and after, and then we, we listen to them like a month later, what has changed in their life? It's you say uh, vision board a lot, and I'm wondering if people, have, if you have a system for a vision board that is different or unique to um, organize the vision board? I mean, do you do it by directions? Yes. So the first step is always where do you place your vision board? The location of the vision board is uh. everything. So don't hang it on your freezer. Don't <laughs> hang it in your bathroom. You know, you're not there enough. So you need to be in a, hang it in a place where you're at least three to five hours. Uh, day or night, so that energetically it's present, you see it. I always say to people, go and read your vision board, look at it, connect with it, because it helps you to visualize what you desire and put it in your success direction of the space that you have. If you can't put it there because there's a window there or a uh, door, put it in your wisdom direction. And then, of course, what? how do you create a vision board? We have a very specific, specific system and people can go to marydam.com and get the functional vision board 2024 for this year. Um, and we actually work with specific colors on the vision board, specific symbols, a special, a specific way of writing the goals based on your energy number. But I just want to give you away one thing. Put in the center of your vision board a picture of yourself um, or at least your name, like I am Marie Diamond. Because, you know, a lot of people hang these things out, and I'm like, I said, you know, you don't even know what it's about or who it is. And then also your vision board and put it in a gold-looking frame. Again, you are manifesting a stronger, it's like like you're going to the Olympic Games. You want to win the gold, right? So it's like your vision board, putting it in gold, you're saying to the universe, to God, I really want the best for myself. Oh, okay. That's a good thing. And then it put in the success center of your um, uh, office, office, yeah, wherever you spend the most time. And how, 
Yeah. How often do you change the vision board? We always do it once a year. Yeah. So because we really connecting with the Chinese New Year, so we already we're always making it uh, for sure December January uh, because the colors and when people get the vision board, there's also uh, we we give them a specific vision board with colors, and the colors are all based on what we call time feng shui because every year there's other colors that are stronger, um, and so then people put that specifically there and. Um, yeah, we do this program for 15 years. It's our a top program that we're selling online, and uh, thousands of people are doing it. And every year they come back because they have great results. And this is on your website? It is on the website, MaryDamit.com. And, of course, they can go to my Instagram, MaryDamit Official, get to the bio link. They can find it there, too. Yes, um, that's great. So. I think it's something to do that's a great idea for the beginning of the year. You can have a vision board party. You can do anything that um, even they have visual tools now. Canva has some visual um, digital vision boards now. There's so many different things that you can do for vision boards. And it just it's just the process of sitting and intentionally choosing your... If you can't see it, then you can't create it, right? So putting into yeah. images, and you could even use stuff that you download from the internet or anything. You don't need to buy a bunch of magazines and clips and so forth unless you love that. We have all the resources now. We can find images on the internet, print it out, and there's so much possibilities. And it's so fun to do with the family. We always do it with the family together. Now, do you segment the vision board into career, self, health, those types of things? Yeah, so we are taking actually the vision board and we this create eight directions so eight. like it becomes like a, um, a I would say a pie yeah. right? divided in eight directions and then um, the directions that are the strongest and we always divide is very interesting with the south on top and the north on the bottom and so we then divide the directions around like south southwest and so forth why the south on top because the south stands for fire for the sun and the north stands for water on the bottom. That's, uh, you know, think about water is not above you, it's under you. Um, and so we're creating it this way. And then people put, again, their different directions um, on their vision board. Um, and there are directions that are empty, but then they can put more general images. So it's a, it's a whole program. And it's, you know, very beautiful to do. And it, it works very well. I... I've, you know, organized so many things and created so many opportunities because sometimes we have it in our mind, but if we, and we can write mm -hmm. it down, both when we see it visual and we create, write the things down, the goals down, and we create also images with it and color, it's like both our brains are working then, or left and the right brain mm -hmm. are both together working on manifesting. Are there things that you should absolutely not put on the vision board or you should not have in your house? Um, I would say... Um, like we talked about dead flowers. Don't have dead flowers. Uh, dead flowers. You know what I do with dead flowers is that I put them outside. I put the vase outside and then a the bees can then, of course, get the pollen from the flowers still. You don't have to throw them away. For sure. Um, yeah, I would say um, if you put like a picture on your vision board of yourself... Make sure they're current pictures or even picture of your and your family. 
Make sure you update your pictures as current as possible. And, you know, people sometimes put things up there that, you know, I remember there was this woman and she put a picture up because she thought it was such a cute couple of Diana and Charles. And now he is the king, right? And uh, and I said, you know, you know how that ended, right? (laughs) (laughs) You need to be careful what you put on there. Like, it's possible you like it, but think about the reality of that relationship. Yes, that's a great point. And so you can choose any, all of the different uh, topics, career, uh, self-development, health, relationships, all of it. And um, it can, you can intentionally just choose what you want for those various things. If you have a dream of buying a house or having a baby or whatever it is, um, even just more money, clearing, clutter, those types of things, you can all, always put all of that on there and see how it manifests. The best thing about this is it doesn't hurt to try it. That's it's There's no downside. <laughs> so we're going to actually take your calls after this. If you have any questions for Marie Diamond, uh, at the bottom of the hour, we'll be taking your calls. And so we'll be back. This is Lisa Gar. You're listening to Coast to Coast AM. Welcome back to Coast to Coast AM. I am Lisa Gar, and my guest is the world-renowned Feng Shui master, Marie Diamond, and you can also find her on um, mariediamond.com. Marie, we have some great questions coming up. Are you ready? Yes, totally. Well, thank you, and thank you for staying on with me. I know that it's late for you, and um, you've been in a busy launch schedule, so really appreciate you hanging out with me on this. Of course. Um, let's go to our first-time caller, Delia, in Tampa, Florida, uh, is it Delia or Delia? Delia. Hi, Delia. Question for Marie Diamond. Uh, yes. Um, what could you advice could you give me when I have to live with someone else's clutter? Great I question. Do the best mm-hmm. I can to keep my area clean and everything, but I actually feel sick to my stomach a lot of the time, and I don't sleep well at night. I hear you, sister. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for uh, for asking this question. This is a question that comes back a lot. And for sure, it is not easy because, you know, the other person is perhaps not aware of what it creates for you and what it creates for him or herself. So, like you said, you need to really focus on your own areas and um, and try to at least have a space in the house that is completely clutter-free where you can go, right? Sometimes I just one space where you feel like this really helps. And I just would, you know, love for you to uh, work a lot with then essential oils. Like lavender is very good uh, to clear the air because when there's chaos, you know, there's, you know, energy uh, released from all this clutter. So you can also work with like peppermint uh, essential oil or um, any mint uh, is very good to work with, um, to just spray around you. And then another solution that sometimes helps is to tell people, look, I know you're not ready to declutter, but can I at least put a fabric over it? Like even if you put a fabric over it, your eye doesn't see it so much. Yeah. So that is sometimes very helpful. So try this out. Or put up a notice on the wall and say, this thing needs to be cleared by this date or it's going away. 
<laughs> you could always try that. Um, it's easier to do with children, though. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much for your call. Appreciate it. I know that that drives me nuts as well. I love to see clarity. And I don't know, it, clutter really bothers me because so much of life is chaos. And the minute you walk out the door, it's chaos and clutter. And the one thing that you can control or have any consistency with is the flow of your home. And sometimes that really helps to have that it just calm and clear when you walk in the door. So I feel you on it and good advice. Thank you so much. Um, all right, let's go to the um, Lisa in Northridge, California. Uh, kind of a similar question about sense. Lisa, welcome to the show. Do you have a question for Marie Diamond? Hi, thank you so much. Um, thank you, Lisa and Marie. I, I follow you on Instagram. You're an excellent follow. Awesome. Um, I, my question, you, you kind of sort of just answered a little bit of it, but um, maybe you could elaborate. I was wondering what kind of sense I could put in different areas in my apartment to to amplify um, certain energies like um, success and um, and relationships. And uh, I I actually I don't have like too many essential oils. This is going to sound weird, but I do have. Do you know what Tiger Bomb is? Yeah. Yep. So I do have that, and it has. I love the smell of like cinnamon. Um, and camphor, it, it clears your, you know, sinuses and it smells great. Um, is that okay to have like around? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a very good question. I would always say, first of all, scents are very personal, it's like perfumes, right? So, um, for example, my son adores vanilla. Like he, when he comes home, I always put vanilla on, vanilla candle, because that's just like his thing, right? But my daughter loves cinnamon, right? So I will do put something up with cinnamon when she comes home. So because then they feel more at home. So if this sort of scents that work with you, definitely go for it. Now for success, a very good uh, scent is white jasmine. So there's a lot of beautiful candles that are scented with white jasmine. It always gives clarity of mind and helps people to get more into solutions. Ooh. And then for relationships, it's wild orange. Wild orange gives always that feeling of, um, you know, feeling at home, but also cookies. Like there's like smells of cookies, right? When people bake fresh cookies, there, there are scents, like scented candles like this. So it's just that feeling of, um, I feel warm and I feel cozy always will help with relationship. Or you can use a diffuser, which then keeps yeah. the f- smell a lot fresher. I find sometimes candles um, lose their scent after a while if it's has to be a really good candle. But the diffusers, you can keep the oil going and, and um, it's, for me, a little bit more effective. Do you find the same, yeah. Marie? For sure. You can do that, you know. Um, it's it's what people like, but um, you know, senses are very nice to have, and you can play with that. You know, mm-hmm. whatever you like, you and your, I would say, nervous system reacts positively towards. Mm-hmm. Yep, makes a lot of sense. Well, thanks for your call, Lisa. Appreciate it. And uh, let's go to Jody in upstate New York. Jody, do you have a question for Marie Diamond? Um, yes. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Um, Marie, I'm a big fan. Thank you very much for the work that you do to help so many people. I just have two questions. 
The first is, is there anything in particular to have in one's house to help with um, feelings from EMF and, you know, things coming out of the computer and the modem and the router and all of that? And my second question is, I know it's going to sound like a weird question. I know what that what you have to do with clutter is just clear it out. But sometimes you can't because it involves, you know, just intense decision-making. Yes, I need this. I don't need this. I'm giving this away. And sometimes those decisions aren't simple to make and things pile up because you don't decide fast enough. So I was wondering if you had any specific um, assistance for clearing out clutter. And thank you again so much. Yes, of course. Thank you for asking these wonderful questions. Well, you know, for clutter, you know, everything that we have has like a story behind it. Like, oh, we got that on the market. Oh, we found that in our travels to Greece. Or we got that from our aunt. So we have a lot of stories. Mm-hmm. Everything buy. And that's the difficulty for people to let go of the stories. Yeah, and that's why it's very good to ask some friend or, you know, a neighbor or a family member when you are decluttering to each time you are hesitating to ask yourself the question, is this something I'm going to use for the next year? Or is this something I want to pass on to somebody? Like, so to ask, like, practical questions so that you don't get hanging in the story. That's the first thing I would suggest. And in the book, Function Your Life, I have a very good um, system that I use actually for the last 40 years where I'm using five boxes, five bags, where I would ask that question. And I said, like, you know, is it broken? It goes into the garbage. Is it uh, something I want to pass on to my family? I put it in the, the gift box. If it's something I want to sell, perhaps in a vintage app, I can put it to sell, and then the one that I want to keep, and then the one that is, you know, literally I want to give away to Goodwill. So I have always, like, every drawer, everything, I put, like, five boxes or bags out, and I just very practically ask the questions. So that is definitely very helpful to do. And um, and also before you do the decluttering, spray with lavender. It's like it opens the mind to do that, um, and even afterwards, when you are uh, putting things back in, you know, use um, lavender soap to clean everything out. So that will be very helpful. Then about the EMF and the computer, I mean, there are many systems out there, and some people are very super sensitive towards the EMF. So in um, another program that I am um, teaching is called Diamond Dowsing, where we actually look into... Um, if uh, there is negative frequencies coming in and we have things to cure it. And one of the things that um, I have created over the years are special rings. They were called quantum energy rings that you can find on my website, mydam.com. Like I have that literally under my computer, right? So that it doesn't affect the EMS on my computer because I'm there all the time I'm speaking sometimes from early morning to late evening, like tonight, mm-hmm. um, you know, and so it's not affecting me. So there are other systems out there, and if you are sensitive about it, you know, do some research, and there's definitely some uh, systems that can help you. Interesting. So, um, and thanks for the question, because um, it 
It is, when you start to declutter, it's overwhelming. I had an amazing woman help me. Her name is Roseanne Rhoda, and she helped me with my office. And she has a similar system where she cleared the entire office first and put took everything out of the office that um, was clutter and put it in the hallway. And so then I got to see what the office looked like clutter-free. And then she would separate all of the things in the hallway into different buckets. And I, there was a bucket of what I wanted to put back in and what I wanted to give away and what was recyclable and then what was just trash. And when I looked at the box of the things to put back in, I really just didn't want to put them back in because it looked so good, cleared. And it was a system. Rather than getting super overwhelmed and stuck in the minutiae and the little things and the drawers and the pens that didn't work, <laughs> you know, it's it's the little things that to get it all out in one big chunk was really helpful. And we did it in a day and it was a lot of work, but it was it was easier to kind of chunk it down like that. Um, a question for you around dowsing you just mentioned, Marie, how do you detect the energy of something being off or backwards? What is dowsing? Well, dowsing originally is actually already also thousands of years old that were boats from China to the Druids to, I would say, you know, all over the world is used to find water, first of all. So they use uh, willow sticks to find water. And so there's a some people were very sensitive to, um, to find the vibration of water. And so they used the willow sticks to douse, like as dowsing rods, we call that. And now in today's world, we have more advanced techniques. We, we use copper rods to, um, to really find out where water is. And of course, you can look for wells, but you can go beyond that. And so um, in my diamond dowsing system, we look for changing the magnetic field. Um, of underground water that is under your house because if you sleep on it, the actually will be affected by this. So it could be a pipeline, could be an underground river or a creek that you're not even aware of, mm-hmm. especially when you live in the hills. There's a lot of water uh, under your, the houses most of the time. Or you live in an old swamp and you have no idea that there's a lot of water there. So it will really affect people's sleep, people's well-being, let's put it this way. And it can also be there are fault lines under you, or you have now, you know, effects of, um, you know, vibrations that come in from cell phone towers or Wi-Fi um, in your house. So it all is affecting us. And of course, you know, hundreds of years ago, there was no electricity, so people did not have to look for it. But in, in the ancient systems, you know, they looked also for positive lines, and they would call that ley lines. So in Europe, as I'm from Europe, it's, uh, you know, every town has a dowser, you know, so um, a lot of dowsers exist there. And um, so they would literally, if there would be a house needs to be built, they would check out not only where the well is, but if there would be on a positive line or negative vibration. And so we see that cathedrals, palaces, temples were built on crossing of positive energy lines. I think about Stonehenge, right? So think about St. Paul's Cathedral. Um, Christopher Wren, the architect, was a a very well-known dowser. And so he created literally 
the tower of St. Paul's Cathedral on four ley lines. And you can even see everything is built so that you can see them literally in a mosaic and in the architecture. Um, think about, um, you know, cathedrals of Chartres in Paris. They're all built on these ley lines. Paris is literally, the Champs-Élysées is built on the ley line. So when people are on these positive ley lines, they love being on it. So they feel energized. Inside these ley lines are like the meridians of the of the earth, right? Like we have meridians on our body. And so think about the Champs Elysees. People keep shopping there. They they love to walk on it. They sing about it even. So it's just that is the vibrational field of the earth. The earth is a living being, a living entity. So, but it also can have negative, uh, disturbing lines, and you can actually. What we do in diamond dowsing, we have specific cures that um, they're like acupuncture sticks, literally, that we put uh, in the house to repolarize the energy. And people can go to the website, mariedana.com, and find out more about it. I have some really good YouTube channels. And my YouTube channel, Maridamit Official, I have a really good web, um, YouTube on it. And we have more than 300,000 students worldwide using this technique. And they all feel there's a higher level of well-being. And interesting enough, there will be less clutter in that house because when people are in a house that is, you know, has negative frequencies, it's harder to keep clutter away. Ah, that makes sense. Explain to me why the copper found water or the willows, if you could. Just tell me yeah. a little of the history on that. Well, copper is a, a metal that is easy to uh, connect in with vibrational fields. So um, actually stronger than uh, gold or silver to just find the direction of and the, the location of it. And willow wood is also considered a wood that is very, I would say, high sensitive. Like they're high sensitive people, right? They're coming and sit on a place and like, oh, it doesn't feel good here, and others don't even feel it. Well, willow has that possibility to pick up frequencies easier, and copper has to. Oh, interesting. So I, I didn't know that about those metals, and so you can find a direction when if you hold maybe a dowsing rod or a um, a dowser over something, you could tell by the direction that it's spinning if something's positive or negative? Correct. Yeah, so there are several things. you can. It can open up. It can stay closed. If it's opened up, the dowsing rod, then it means the answer is yes. If it keeps closed, it means the answer is no. Or it can start spinning. And when it spins clockwise, it's always positive. When it's counterclockwise, it means there's the polarity is off. Mm. So, or something positive, right? And so, you know, so many times they come in somebody's home and they sleep on um, negative lines and the immune system is affected by it because they're sleeping on what I call a sick-making place. Ah, aha. So there's a lot of ways to correct this. You can find out about so much more of this on mariediamond.com. Marie, thank you so much for all the information and for uh, your book that's coming out. It's called Feng Shui, Your Life and the new TV show on Peacock called Feng Shui Your Life as well. Look for all of that, and we'll be right back after the break on Coast to Coast AM.